I'm Jamelyn Steffen, and this is Want to Want It, episode number 62, Opposition in You. Welcome to Want to Want It, a podcast for women of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints who are ready to ignite not only their sexual desire, but all of their desires to create a more fulfilling life and marriage. I'm Jamelyn Steffen. I'm a certified life coach, a wife, and a mother of seven children. I'm excited to share my personal journey to desire with you and teach you how to desire more as well. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast today. Sometimes I think I should say something different at the beginning, but I honestly can't think of anything to say. So welcome. I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad that you're listening. I really appreciate the feedback that people have been sending me about the podcast. It definitely helps me keep going, feeling like it's helpful for people. I want you to know I, I really think about what I want to speak about and try and think about what would be helpful for people. And so it means a lot to me to know that it is making a difference, even if it's just for a small number of people. But I really appreciate that. But if you do feel like a certain episode is helpful or the entire podcast has been so good for you, I hope that you will share it with other people and let them know about it. And I really appreciate those of you who have already shared it because I do want as many people as possible to have access to this information. And I know there's a lot of information out there, a lot of people sharing very similar things to what I'm sharing, but sometimes somebody is just your person and the way that they explain things and say things really resonates. And I'm not everybody's person and I'm okay with that, but I want to find my people and those people who I resonate with so that I can be of assistance to them. So if you like what you're hearing on the podcast, you can rate or review it in your podcast app, or you can share it with somebody that you know who you feel like could benefit from it. So today, I want to talk about opposition in you. Now, many of you probably know Newton's third law about action and reaction. So it's for every action in nature, there's an equal and opposite reaction. There is opposition. And for those of you who are members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and read the Book of Mormon, the prophet Lehi teaches in there that it must needs be that there is opposition in all things. And then he goes on to explain that because God gave us the gift of agency or the opportunity to choose, in order for us to have true agency, we have to have a choice. There has to be something to choose between, which means that we had to have opposing options or opposition so that we could actually make a choice. And so that's why Lehi says that there has to be opposition in all things. And I think that means that there is going to be opposition that exists within ourselves as well. So here's something that I see with my clients all the time, and I even see it with myself as well all the time. And that is that we freak out a little bit when opposition comes up in our brain instead of just expecting it to be there. So here's an example from one of my clients. She was working on a class that she had to give as part of her business. Now, Normally, she said to me, it takes so many hours, like days of preparation for her classes and to get things in a place where she feels really comfortable and confident that this is prepared and going to be good and well-received. And she says, all the time while I'm prepping, my brain is telling me that I'm doing this too slow and I don't really know what I'm doing. And it just offers her on and on about how she's being too slow and over-preparing and doesn't know her stuff well enough. So this last time as she was preparing for the class that she was going to give, 
she just felt like everything fell into place really quickly and easily, and she was done preparing for it literally days before she thought she would be. And guess what her brain said to her? There's no way this is good enough. You did that way too fast. You need to go back and make a ton of changes for sure, because no one should be able to do a class in that amount of time and have it be any good. Do you relate to this? Because I totally do. No matter what choice I make or how I do something, my brain offers me the opposite. It offers me opposition. Here's another example from a different client. She was working on getting her business up and running, and although she was super excited about it, it was getting hard and there was some frustration and some stretching for her, and her brain just kept saying, you know what? You're actually not very good at this. This is too hard. You're not making enough money to make this worth it. Why don't you just go back to your old job? It's secure. You don't have the pressure of trying to make it profitable. You just get to show up and just do as you're told and leave. And guess what? They send you a paycheck every two weeks. And besides, your husband is really tired of supporting what he refers to as your nonprofit organization. So he'd be super relieved as well if you would just go back to work. Okay, so she wants to have her own business, but her brain's offering her opposition. But she knows that if she goes back to her job, that her brain's going to offer her all the thoughts that it offered her before she started her business, right? It's going to say, like, I hate working for other people. I can't stand that they dictate all my time. I wish I could just work from home and be more available for my kids. And I just have so many good ideas that I could make profitable if all my time wasn't eaten up by this job. I'm always just going to be a cog in the wheel here. So it's so fascinating, right, that her brain offers her the opposite story depending on what she's doing. Have you ever heard of imposter syndrome? So imposter syndrome is when a person kind of doubts their skills or talents or accomplishments and has this fear of being exposed as a fraud. Now, I hardly know a person who hasn't experienced this at some time in their life. I experience it every time somebody tells me that they listen to my podcast. My brain is like, oh no, they know. They know I have no idea what I'm talking about. I see this in my friends who get a certain calling in our church. Maybe they're called to teach or help with the youth, and they're just like, I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not cool. I'm not talented enough. I see this with those around me who are starting their business or trying to expand their business. Like, who am I to offer this? What if everyone sees that I actually don't know what I'm doing? You know, what if I fail at this? I'll probably fail at this. It's a super unnerving feeling to experience imposter syndrome. I think this is just another way our brain offers us opposition. We go to do something that's out of our normal routine or out of our comfort zone. And instead of being the raw, raw team we need our brain to be, our brain instead is like, who do you think you are? Even some of the bigger runs that I did this last year, my brain was like, who do you think you are? You aren't a runner. It's super fascinating how I could go running four or five times a week, but my brain offers me the story, you're not a runner. Here's another place that I find opposition in my brain. For years, I would just work myself all day long, like never sit down, never allow myself to relax, just go, go, go. Not because I'm a hero, but because I was just always trying to outrun overwhelm and I was always trying to chase my self-worth by accomplishing a ridiculous to-do list. Anyways, I drove myself every day of my adult life for over 20 years. And the entire time, my brain would offer me the thought that I should find a way to relax. Like it was like, why don't you just sit down and read a book? You know, don't you deserve a break? Or we never get to rest. And that feels like such a ripoff, right? This is what my brain's offering me. 
Like, why can't we sit and watch a show with the kids without having to do something productive at the same time? It would remind me, you know, you never really actually get a real rest unless you're asleep. And even then, that's hardly a good rest. So over the last few years, I have tried to allow myself to actually rest and not have to be driven all day long only to fall into bed at night and beat myself up about what I didn't accomplish. But let me tell you, it's not very comfortable to do that because my brain offers me opposition. It just comes right online and gives me all of the reasons why what I'm doing is a bad idea. So last week, my daughter and grandbaby were here. And so I just left my day wide open to be able to just be with them. And my brain wanted to freak out the entire time. Like there are things you should be doing, you know, I mean, I can't actually think about what they are for sure, but I'm sure there are things that you need to be taking care of right now. And this happens anytime I just set aside unscheduled time in my day. My brain kind of stops the whole, hey, you know, you really need to learn how to relax kind of talk. And it switches over to you're being so unproductive right now. And this isn't a good way to spend your time kind of talk. And it feels like I just can't win. Maybe you're someone whose brain always beats them up for eating certain foods. You shouldn't have eaten that. That is garbage food. You have no self-control. And those kind of stories. But then when you're eating good, your brain is telling you, this is so stupid. Why are we doing this? There's no enjoyment when I eat like this. I hate feeling like I can't have the things that I really want to eat. I'm starving. This is so much work to eat like this. Okay, do you get that? I think many of us have had those kind of experiences as well. Just doesn't seem to matter. Our brain offers us the opposite. So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because so often when I'm coaching and this comes up, my clients are so frustrated with themselves and they feel like maybe they're a little crazy. They'll say, I want to do this, but my brain just always tells me why I can't. But then when I believe my brain and don't do it, it tells me why I should have. And maybe you relate to this. I love this quote from the book, The Alchemist. My heart is a traitor, the boy said to the alchemist. It doesn't want me to go on. And I think that is what people are expressing to me. They feel like no matter what they choose, their heart or their brain feels like a traitor, feels like it's always opposing what they want. So I want to tell you that you aren't crazy. You are just a human. And the human brain is super good at offering you opposition. One of my colleagues, Tyson Bradley, said to me once, and I don't know if this is a thought that he took from somebody else, but he said to me, there's a lot trying to stop you. Just anticipate it. And that's what I want to offer you today. What would change for you if you just knew that no matter what, your brain is going to offer you opposition? Now, I know maybe that sounds pessimistic or discouraging, but I actually think it is the best news to just know, oh, this is what my brain does. My brain is just always going to offer me opposition. And we know why it does this, because it's wired to seek ease, avoid pain, and seek pleasure. And it can find ways to do this no matter what we're doing. Like I said before, even when I'm reading a book, that seems pleasurable, right? That seems easy. And my brain is going to tell me I'm wasting my time and soon I'm going to feel the pain of regret. So let's just start to accept that our brains are always going to offer us opposition. Now, that doesn't mean that our brain is necessarily right or that it is wrong in what it's offering us because our brain is just only offering us thoughts or stories. They aren't right or wrong most of the time. They're just opinions. Our problem is that so often we believe both stories and then we start to feel crazy or we tend to believe the story that actually is the least true. Like my brain telling me I'm not a runner. I honestly, I believe that wholeheartedly that I'm not a runner. I'm just a girl who runs to exercise. I don't believe I'm a runner. 
This is another reason I want you to understand that your brain is just always going to offer you opposition because if you're onto your brain, then you are less likely to believe every story that comes into your mind. It is so helpful for me and for my clients when we can step back and say, this is just what my brain always does. It always tells me I should be doing something different. It always offers me opposition. In fact, when I'm coaching someone on this, I will ask them, okay, let's say you don't continue on this path you've chosen and that your brain is freaking out about right now. What's your brain going to say then? And almost always they tell me that their brain will just start to tell them why they shouldn't have changed their mind and how terrible their life's going to be now because they didn't stay on that path. So I remember one woman telling me, this is just a really simple thing, but she was telling me how therapeutic it is for her to talk out loud to herself sometimes. Just getting it out of her head is so helpful. But she's like, the whole time I'm talking to myself, my brain is like, only crazy people talk to themselves, you know. So then I said to her, what will your brain tell you if you stop talking to yourself? And after a little reflection, she said, I actually think my brain would say, why don't you just talk this out while you're by yourself right now? It's so therapeutic. So she knew that no matter what, her brain was going to offer her the opposite of whatever she was doing. And that just gave her more power to choose on purpose what she wanted. So that's what I want to offer you today. First, I want you to understand that your brain is always going to offer you opposition. It seems to not just be a law of nature or of agency, but a law of the human brain, opposition in all things. And because our brains are so good at this, I think it means that it's probably a good thing for us. It means our brains are always offering us choice, which is great. And they're always offering us opportunities to exercise agency. Remember, weights work in opposition to our muscles so that they can grow stronger. Your brain is just making you stronger as it pushes against you at times. It's all good. It could be irritating, but it's all good. So just expect it. Just expect the opposition and know it's all for your growth. It's good. Then when you're faced with that opposition and you realize, oh yes, this is what my brain does. Ask yourself, if I changed my mind or my course or my goal or whatever it is that your brain wants you to run away from, what would my brain offer me then? So if your brain is telling you to not try that new thing in your business, for example, ask yourself, what will my brain say if I decide not to do it? And be honest with yourself. Because maybe sometimes what your brain is saying is actually on track and is a good idea and you shouldn't go forward. But most of the time, you have to know that your brain is going to offer you opposition. So in this example, your brain probably will say, you know what, you should have tried that. You should have followed through. You're such a quitter. Your business is never going to be as good as it could have been. So first, expect the opposition and then ask yourself, if I change my mind, will my brain just offer me opposition on the other side of this? And what will that sound like? The answer most of the time is going to be yes, and it won't take a lot of creativity to come up with what your brain most likely will offer you. So now that you have a good idea of the opposition you'll be offered on both sides, ask yourself then, what gets me closer to what I really want? So when it comes to eating a certain diet or on a certain protocol, you know your brain's story from both sides. You know what it's going to offer you. But what opposition are you willing to go up against because it actually gets you closer to what you want? Do you want to listen to your brain tell you that you have no self-control? Or do you want your brain to whine about how hard it is? I don't know. You probably don't want to listen to either. But when your brain's whining about how hard it is, at least you're eating in a way that creates healthy results for you. When you go to try something new, whether personally or in your business, 
what do you really want? Do you want to be able to say that you gave it a good shot? Then you have to expect the opposition is going to come along for the ride and still go forward trying that new thing. Do you have a message you want to share or something that you feel called to do? You may have to feel like an imposter while you do it, and that's okay. That's just your brain offering you opposition. Stop freaking out that your brain never really seems to support you in what you want to do. Just expect the opposition. It seems to be the job of your brain. And maybe it's just more proof that for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Nothing's going wrong. If opposition shows up, don't fight with it. But don't let it have the final say. Question it. Challenge it. Be sure to remind yourself that even if you change your mind or do something different, your brain will offer you opposition again. And then get doing what you really want to do and what's going to give you the best results for you and the thing that is going to move you in the direction that you really want to go. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. Thanks for listening today. If you like what you hear on the podcast and you'd like to learn more, feel free to head over to my website, jamelandstephancoaching.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at jamelandstephancoaching.